What y'all thought? What did y'all niggas think? Hmm? And we back. What y'all thought I wasn't coming back? And we back. Come on, and man. We back. And we back. And we back. What's and up, we... folk? <laughs> and, and welcome we back, back. We back. Yeah. to the podcast. Where I, where I, I, I won't even mic. I won't even mic today. I'm fitting to speak on it. It's your one and only favorite Wody. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion. It hurts me to my core that uh, the no bitches part still holds true to this day. But we back. We back. Uh, hold up. Let me grab my phone right quick. So I can get my motherfucking topics. What I want to speak on today, man. All right. Well, first, let me just start it off with where the fucking nigga been at? Uh, homeless. Uh, Parking garage, Selma and Ivar. Uh, my nigga Free Weezy's couch. Uh, you know. Man, let me tell you though. So, this past Sunday, I turned 27. Uh, why the shit? Alright, there we go. Uh, yeah, but so this past Sunday, I turned 27. Uh, I finally moved into a new place. As y'all can't see, I'm in my room now. This, you know, but uh, yeah, man. And the wild thing is, it's humbling. It's humbling. You know how crazy it was as my 27th birthday? My 27th birthday was coming up close and close. And I ain't have an address. I ain't had nowhere for my mail to get shipped. It's crazy. Two years ago, I moved out here to L.A. 2016. Shit on the up and up. I'm in school. I'm out here. Excuse me, cashing out with these benefits, everything, gravy. Two years later, a nigga was homeless. Now, luckily, luckily, it uh, I knew it was only temporary. Though this shit felt like fucking forever, I did know that it was only going to be temporary. So it wasn't that bad. But, hold up, look me in my eyes so y'all can, when I tell you this one, so y'all niggas know I ain't out this bitch fronting. My nigga. Uh, yeah, being homeless ain't the move. That shit whack as fuck. You dirty as hell all the time. My nigga, y'all know what kind of heat wave we've been having in LA this, over the past month? My G. That shit, so when you can only shower every other day, 
You sleeping in the whip. You can't sleep. You, it's not like you can just sleep with your windows down. Ain't no telling who the fuck might run up. You feel me? So you hot in the car. I'm sweating all my neck and shit. Just, oh, God. All bad, man. All motherfucking bad. Oh, peace to my nigga Free Weezy, though. He showed me so much goddamn love. He showed me so much love. You know, let, just let me wear out my welcome. Sleeping on the couch and shit, you know. But, um, yeah. I'm blessed to be, uh, I'm blessed to have a roof over my head again. Sheesh. That is, that's something I want. I, I, I'm not going to say I ever took it for granted before. It ain't nothing I'll take for granted now, though. Like, that shit trash, my G. Like, getting off work, getting off work, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, go to my school, sleep in the motherfucking parking lot until I got class, still fuck around, be an hour late, because, <laughs> you know, the motherfucking tech uh, sleeps well. You feel me? Shit got space. But, uh, yeah, man. Fucking that shit crazy. Uh, brushing your teeth and shit in the whip. See, I was I was prepared as I could be. You feel me? You know, I had my little, uh, you know, I, I had a suitcase. I had a suitcase with, like, my outfits. You know, not a bunch. Just, you know... A few that I can shuffle around in case I dip off on the weekend or or some shit like that. I have a date with a shorty. You know what I'm saying? And don't think. Don't think. That the front was that heavy because I was homeless. Best believe. Shorties knew it was up. Still fucking hoes in the motherfucking whip. Don't play with me, man. <laughs> no, just play it. I'll just play it. I mean, I was, but I ain't trying to flex. Trust me, that shit trash. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, so I had my suitcase in the back with some shit in with my, with my, with my little outfits. Had, uh... You know the little three bags. You know, well, not three bags. They were. It was three bags. But you know the bags that you that you put clothes in, but you vacuum, but you can vacuum seal it. Or well, not so much as vacuum seal it, but just suck the air out with the vacuum and shit. I guess basically the same thing of what I was trying to say. But either way, had three of those. One one bag for socks. One bag for my shorts and drawers. Other bag for t-shirts. And uh, I had two pillows. I had my blanket, my favorite blanket. Uh, peace to my Aunt Rhonda, you know. Like I said, it, it ain't many places in this world that blanket ain't went, ain't been with me. Where I go, it go. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, if you ever see that, that motherfucking red quilt, just know it's your boy, Jaco. And, uh, but yeah, man. So I had that. I had my motherfucking, you know, I had my uh, my clippers and shit, cause, 
you know, got to shave your head. Uh, had a couple pair of shoes, but brushing my teeth that that sucked. That 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 sucked, cause I had to. Uh, you know, I usually did it in the school parking lot. You know, so uh, I was always just fr afraid somebody was gonna see me like brushing my teeth and shit in my car, just looking mad crazy. <laughs> Looking mad crazy, like what the why the fuck is this nigga like why he just ain't do that at home? You know what I'm saying? You know, outside my car all, on the on the driver's side of the door, right there by it, nigga, is motherfucking hella white spit from the toothpaste, hella water, you know, and then on top of that, my look my Invisalign's, my uh, you know, shout out smile direct. Uh that's a you know, I need that for a sponsor because you know. Shit work. And, uh, but anyways, you know, so having to clean that, having to clean them every morning, that's even more water I got to use. Uh, brushing them, like, it, it just be a mess. It be a mess. But, you know, I had that in, in my little Ziploc baggie. Uh, I had me some toilet paper because, you know, I'm thinking where a nigga, never know when a nigga might just have to take a shit somewhere. So with that, I was like, also, let a nigga get some some wet wipes, some baby wipes. So you know, I had my baby wipes on deck. I had trash bags on deck. Uh, and man, keeping our you shit, keeping our car clean when you living in that bitch is crazy, my nigga. Crazy, shit just be piling up. Shit be all and and, and it went like it was just trash. Like, it wasn't like it was trash all over the place because I had trash bags. Uh, you know. Uh, but, yeah, man, like, you like in my mind going into it, I'm like, you know, I, I got my trunk set up to where I can be motherfucking, uh, you know, organized and shit. It don't work like that. You know, who gives a fuck about being organized when it's 110 degrees outside and you... You know, ramaging through your motherfucking trunk looking for a t-shirt. Shit's trash, my nigga. Shit, shit's so fucking trash. But, uh, yeah, man. My diet was terrible. You know, um, thought I was going to be going to motherfucking to the gym a lot. Nigga ain't go to the gym a lot. Nigga went to the gym one time. And that was really to take a shower. Worked out for like 30, 45, like 35, 40 minutes. Ain't really had nothing on my stomach. I'm like, man, fuck all this. Let me, let me do what I came here for and <laughs> wash my ass, get the moving. But you want to know why I really ain't go to the gym a lot? These two things right here. No padlock, no shower shoes. That's really why I ain't go to the gym for like a whole month. I've been I've been so far removed from the gym. I got to start all the fuck over, you know. And I ain't have like a little duffel bag, you know. There's pride. For me, there's a lot of pride with being homeless. Uh, well, maybe not pride. I think I'm saying it wrong. As in. You're prideful. You don't want it to look like, you know what I'm saying? So, for real, for real, 
Low key, outside of the motherfuckers that just fell down on their luck, that was just down on their luck, or maybe have some type of mental disease or something like that, you know, outside of them, niggas is homeless and shit. I low key got respect for you. I low key got respect for you. Because you really don't give a fuck. You really just don't give a fuck. Not only do you not give a fuck, I could almost say that you have figured out the keys of life. Simplicity. Uh, maybe you're free. Because uh, you damn sure ain't beholding to nothing when you homeless. You ain't got no crib, you know what I'm saying? You You out here. You just free as a motherfucking bird, my nigga. Free as a motherfucking bird. So, uh, yeah. But, um, you know, that's that. I'm going to dip off from that, you know, because that's kind of, you know, I just wanted to get y'all. But, well, to segue, to segue, now that I am in my new place. I moved into my new place, y'all, last Friday. So I was happy to realize I wasn't going to be homeless when I turned 27. Because that just would have made me feel bad. You know, like, damn, my nigga, like, two years later, I'm in L.A. You know, I'm homeless. Like, fuck, my nigga, maybe I bit off more than I can chew. You know, like, what the fuck am I doing out here? This shit crazy. And, you know, you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, it was a feeling. It was a feeling. Like I said, though I knew it would be temporary, uh, it still, it still was a feeling, you know, that, 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 that wasn't good, you know, that, that wasn't good. Um, but I move into my place on Friday, right? Uh, you know, I live over by Rampart, Rampart Westlake. And uh, everything's all gravy for the most part, you know. It's all cool. We had a tight move. We had a cool move-in special. That's really why I moved over here, because we had a move-in special. That was just kind of hard to pass up. You know, we was going to get a month a month free for rent. Nigga can do something with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit. I got, I got some bills I need to catch up on, so I can do that. I really, really wanted to move over to, to to Baldwin, over there by Baldwin Village and shit. That's that's really where I wanted to move because I ain't never lived in a black community. My whole entire life, I've never lived in a black community. Uh, you know, I went to white schools and shit like that, and and whatnot and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to to feel that energy, feel that vibe of, you know, a a, a black community. And uh, so I move over here to an all-Latino neighborhood, whole complex. You know what I'm saying? Straight, straight, straight Latinos. Y'all, why I move into my place on Friday? My brother walking to the store on Sunday. Just so happened to look at my car. Niggas has slashed all four of my tires. Hold up. 
Niggas done slashed all four of my tires. Y'all, I was sick. I'm like, what? How? Who? How? Why? What's going on? I have no idea. I don't know who did it, why they did it, what happened. I don't know. But this is what I do think. See, because my brother and uh, <laughs> my brother, he was thinking, like, maybe you parked in somebody's parking spot. Because that Saturday night, me and him was about to go out to Hollywood, you know, just do a little something for my B-Day. And uh, I was about to go to the car and get some lotion and some shit or something like that. And uh, this dude was parked in front of my car. And he was like, yeah, man, you came out just in time. He was like, I ain't want to be petty, but we is about to tow your shit because you parking in my spot. I'm like, okay, for sure. So I move and shit because I'm like, you know, I just moved here, this and that shit. I was like, from what it looked like to me. It didn't look like anybody had assigned parking spots, this and that. Because I had seen, you know, I, I, my building got like 40-something units. Ain't nothing but like 20 parking spaces, you know. So it ain't like it's something for the whole entire complex. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, it's, you know, if your uh, unit don't come with it, it don't come with it, it's whatever. So I'm thinking, you know, niggas just parking wherever because I would seen a couple cars parking in different spots or whatever. Uh, just over those past two days that I had been here and shit. So uh, he was like, yeah, you know, no doubt, this and that, whatever. So, you know, I move out his spot, uh, park up on the little top section right behind it, and, uh, you know, go about my day, this and that shit. So the next day when my shit flat, this and that, somebody like, you know, my bro like, man, I think you just parked in somebody's spot, this and that. And I'm like, well, maybe I did, but... There's a fucking sign right there on the gate to tow the shit. Or you could put a note in my window. You know, but if you really want me to move, you mad counterproductive right now it, to flatten all four of my motherfucking tires. Where you think I'm going? Where you think I'm going? Nowhere. Uh, so then... I finally talked to my motherfucking, you know, managers at the at the at the joint at my apartment, this and that shit, you know. Exactly what I was thinking. It wasn't nobody's parking spot. She tried to tell me I can count this one out. I ain't counting it out. I know exactly what it was. Racially motivated. Now I've always heard maybe it was a movie. Maybe it was songs. I don't know, but I've heard it out here on the coast, definitely L.A. There's been, you know, racial tension. There's been tension between black and brown. So I'm thinking somebody was peeping me over the weekend, going in and out my car, this and that shit. No, I'm new to the hood and they got me and, and they motherfucking got me like we, we finna get this nigga. So. Me and my brother, right, we just sitting on the motherfucking stoop, like, just looking at the car, like, in disbelief. Like, damn, I can really see the top of my car. Like, I can look at the roof of my car. I drive a fucking SUV. 
This is crazy. Niggas looking out the window. Motherfucking old lady, she step out looking and shit. We know niggas seen it. It's at least like 40 some windows on that side of the building. Whoever got me, it was broad fucking daylight. Broad fucking daylight. Got me. So we know somebody seen it. And with that being said, I got to ask the question. Do we really want motherfuckers minding their business? Like, because I know somebody seen it. Now, I got to come out of pocket, you know. I got to come out of pocket $300, $400 for some tires. I'm hoping that my apartment complex reimburses me. Because I ain't going to say it's their fault. But the fact that no one can be held accountable, it is their fault. And a single camera on any of the entries or uh, exits of the building, not a single camera over the parking lot. And then on top of that, the gate was broken all weekend going into the parking lot. So the shit was just wide open. Maybe I accidentally cut somebody off in traffic. They followed me to the crib, doubled back around when I got out, and fucked my shit up and dipped back out because they was able to do it. I need my shit paid for. But back to the question. How bad do we really want people minding their business? Because I'm a mind my business type nigga. I'm going to mind my business. Unless I see, like, a nigga, like, beating the shit out of a girl or something like that, I'm minding my business. But now that I'm on the other end of the motherfucking stick, I'm tight. Like, I know y'all niggas seen something. Y'all ain't say shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tight. I'm tight. And then it takes me back to, you know, because, you know, niggas been listening to Dipset their whole goddamn life. You know, you know, stop snitching. Niggas used to have a shirt. I used to have a shirt wearing it to school. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, and, you know, when Cam was like, you know, if a murderer lived next door to me in my building, you know, I wouldn't say nothing. And I just, you know, I just move. <laughs> which is, you know, which is wild as fuck to say, but like. I get it. Places like New York, places like LA, niggas ain't even trying to, you know what, like, it's just too much going on. Not only is there too much going on, but it's too much just for you to survive. Like, you gotta be so in tune with what you doing just to survive out this bitch. You ain't got time to give a fuck about what somebody else doing. You ain't got time to, to care about what somebody else doing to someone else. Because that might hinder you. That could slow you down. You know? And like I always say, and I recently just started saying this, maybe like three, four weeks ago. All it takes is one white woman to feel like she doing something for the greater good of the world. And one white man 
that is earning a paycheck to be the end of a nigga's life. That's all it takes. One white woman, one white man, somebody could easily never speak again, never breathe again, or you might luck out and never see the light of day again. But for those three options, it only take two people. White, white, that's all it take. And uh, all I'm going to say is I wish there was a couple white people in my building to save the motherfucking day. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, what else I want to talk about? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm rusty. You know, it's been a minute. I really ain't dropped no pod in like a whole month. It's been, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. You know, what uh, What? What I want to talk about. Let me grab my phone right quick. Let me grab my phone right quick. See what all I had on the motherfucking docket. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, okay. I'll go back to this one. In 2018, do you feel like someone could argue best lawyer in the world, could he make a great case about child neglect if you take away your kid's phone? Now hear me out. Of course, all right, well, well, I'm not gonna say a three, four, or five-year-old is gonna have a phone. But what you can do, and what these kids are way more in, in, in incredibly capable of is using a smartphone. Niggas can probably text you like a motherfucker. Niggas ain't even been through niggas ain't even been in school yet. Chaps ain't even been in school yet. They gonna send they can send you a text. They can call you. I'll never forget two years ago, Mad Thanksgiving, my little baby cousin Zoe, sitting in my lap, playing with my phone. Shit fucked me up so bad I had to give her back to her mom. Where your mom at? She playing with my phone. She was trying to open it. She knew how to open it. She just ain't know how to, she just ain't know my passcode. That was wild as fuck to me. That's when I realized, like, damn, these kids smart as shit. So, say you live in LA, say you live in New York, say you live anywhere where it's kind of metro and kids uh are kind of used to walking to school or maybe taking the city bus. You know, or having to walk a couple blocks and shit to catch the bus and things like that. Something happens to that kid. They don't have a cell phone on them. They can't get in contact with anyone, their parents, anything like that. And that happens because they did something at school. They uh, did something at home 
So your punishment, give me your phone. You can't have your phone for a week or something. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is a nine-year-old, ten-year-old shit. We can, truthfully, we could probably take it up to, uh, I would probably say we take it up to 13. Yeah, I'd probably say 13. Because after 13, like a phone, like, all right. So my point is, that's how necessary phones are. Everything in life that we could damn near need or everything in life that we want to get in touch with, get info about something, whatever, it's all right there in your motherfucking pocket. That's how powerful these bitches is. And because you feel in a way you didn't took that from your kid, and now they ain't got no point of contact. Am I uh, am I crazy? Am I reaching? Now I know it's a Michael Jordan reach, but do y'all think somebody can make that case? Child neglect for taking somebody for taking your kid's phone away, and something happens to them because they couldn't get in contact with you or somebody or nine one one in two thousand and eighteen. Now we ain't talking about nineteen ninety one. We're not talking about 95. We ain't talking about the 80s because you could say, well, it happened back in the 80s and 90s and this and that when everybody didn't have cell phones. And I feel you. But in 2018, where the shit is so readily, you know, readily avail available to people, everybody has one. Like I said, ev everything is right here on the thumb. Hmm. Hold up. We back, we back, we back, we back. But, um, yeah, man, like, I just feel like that could be a case. I feel like that could be a case. My whole point of saying that is it's just simply crazy or it just is what it is of what the power of a cell phone, you know what I'm saying? Like, the what, what we use, just the motherfucking power of a cell phone, shit. Plainly simple. Power of the cell phone. It's everything. It's everywhere. Nigga, if your kid ain't got one 13, 14 years old and they get snatched up, you, you, in my eyes, you might be mad liable for that. You might be mad liable for that. Because, yeah. Yeah. That ain't a good, you know. Now, what's next? Because I've been going on for how long? This shit, 30 minutes. Uh... Let's see. Uh, all right, here we go. I'll end it on this one. I'll end it on this one. Uh, are we wrong for wanting the love? And uh, what I mean by that, other than I was taking a shit on the toilet, and uh, it was the night of my birthday. Same night as my tires getting slashed, this and that shit. And uh, I just wrote this long-ass post on Facebook. You know, wrote this long post on Facebook, just kind of recapping of what's been going on lately, what happened that day, how I've been feeling, what it's like to be 27, turning 27, 
what I feel, you know, my feelings on getting older and shit like that, the pressures of life, all this other jazz. And uh, I did it with the with every intent of likes. I did it for every intent of likes. But am I wrong for it? And this is what I mean. I felt like I was in not a position, but I wanted to feel the love because I was in a mood. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to feel the love because I was in a mood. Now, I'm no I'm not the motherfucker on Facebook or Instagram. When I drop something, you know, it's going to do numbers off the rip. So, you know, I probably got about what? Maybe 60 likes off that post and whatever. But more so than the likes, like I said, I did it for the likes, but like I wanted to feel the love and more than the love. I mean, more than the likes, I did get the love. I did get the love and it felt good. Like it felt good that, you know, when you, cause think about it, think about people that end up hurting themselves, committing suicide or something, or just causing some kind of harm to themselves. And they either don't reach out to people or don't speak out on whatever may be bothering them or something because they might feel like ain't nobody going to hold them down or ain't nobody going to support them or, or, or whatever the case may be. You know, and my motherfucking Aunt Kim, she slid in, she slid into my in, in, into my messages, left me a nice post. You know, I felt the motherfucking love. I felt the love. My nigga dirty. He he slid into my messages. You know, gave me a nice you know supportive words. This and that. I felt the love, and that's what I was looking for. And it felt good to receive that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I would have been hurt. I would have been hurt if I would have wrote that long post. Now, it wasn't crazy sappy. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't mad sappy. You know what I'm saying? But I was speaking on it. I was speaking on it. But it won't sappy, but I was speaking on it, you know? Uh, but nah, I would have felt hurt than a motherfucker if that shit fell on deaf ears. If nobody would have hit me up, if nobody would have liked it, this and that. Because the next time, the next time when I'm feeling the way and I don't let that shit out, it's going to eat me up. That's like, like it was it maybe a week ago. It was like a week ago. Uh, I was just, man, I woke up. First, I woke up kind of in a mood. A little mood, but it was a mood. But I was hungry. And I kept putting off eating. Cause I was, cause I wanted to go see a movie, right? I was about to go see a movie, but I kept just putting, I don't know. I just wasn't really moving. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I ended up not going to go see the movie cause I'm like, well, it's, I'm about to get in there late or whatever. So I ain't go, nigga, what I mean to tell you, I sat in the mall parking lot for maybe three hours and I was just in a funk. I couldn't even move. 
And I can remember being so sad. I wanted to call my dad, but felt like I couldn't. Or felt like I shouldn't, which is incredibly weird. Because we're talking about my dad here. Like, and I ain't saying everybody, but like my dad, it ain't nothing I can't talk to this nigga about. Nothing. There's nothing I can't talk to him about. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that's our relationship. We it like that's just what we do. That's just what me and him do. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll call each other on the phone and shit. And both of us don't don't like talking on the phone. It feel like we got everything out that we wanted to say. And it'd be funny when we hang up the phone and I look at the conversation and we was probably on the phone for like three minutes. You know what I'm saying? That should be wild. But like when we get in person or whatever, I'll be like, Pops, you want to hear something crazy? He'll be like, yeah. And then we'll just talk. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but that, that was a feeling. That was sad for me, man, that I felt like I couldn't speak to my Pops. You know, uh, so imagine when somebody feels like that and they're really, really, really just going through some shit and they felt like this once, they felt like this twice, three, four, ten times that they just had no one to go to. And I and I and, and I see it. I see it. I under I, I see it and I feel how someone gets to the point of no return or just drastic something that's just drastic you know maybe it's not fatal but it's still drastic you know and um you know so long story short is i don't think i I, i'm not gonna say i always thought or whatever but I did used to look at nigga like, and, 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 and you know what? And people do it all the time on Facebook and shit like that too. Like, you know, don't nobody want to hear all your, you know, keep your business off. Of, and, you know, sometimes shit do be messy. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, y'all niggas, you know, it ain't got to be all that. Y'all, hold on, I'm trying to get my focus right. Uh, You know, but sometimes it do be a little messy. Like, y'all, we don't care about all that shit, you know, but... I will say I, I can't be mad at anyone for uh, feeling like they they have something they would like to get off their chest in hopes of feeling support. You know what I'm saying? Because um, life is tough, man. Like, that's just that we know that. We know that. We know it. We, we all understand it. It's not easy. You know, shit sucks sometimes. You know, life life is tough. Life is tough. But we can't make it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't nobody, we, we just can't make it alone. Nobody's ever did anything alone. You look at your favorite artist or, or any, or a celebrity or a basketball player or some like nobody's ever made it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't even going to speak on the help that I got just to get into my new place, but I needed that help. I needed that finesse. You know what I'm saying? 
I needed that shit. I needed that shit. And people that uh that was willing to come through for me and that they came through for a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And uh so yeah, lo- again, long story short, you know, if you're on social media and you just feeling sappy and sad, niggas might look at you away for putting the shit out and and this and that, but man, fuck all that. Man, put that shit out. If you doing it for the likes, you want you you want to feel the love right quick. You know what I'm saying? You want to feel validation right quick. Hey, do your thing, man. Do your motherfucking thing. Because I can't who 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 going to front on love? How 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 you going to front on love? Nigga, I need love. I need love. I need love. So yeah, nah. If you see me on Facebook and it's looking like out and it's looking like I'm thirsty for the love, motherfucker, give me the love. You know what I'm saying? Give your motherfucking boy the love, cause I might, cause I might just be going through some shit. You know, and and and, and your words, whether it's a stay up or it's a motherfucking book that you write me. It could be the difference. It could be the difference for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, love that you show somebody else could be the difference for anyone. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say on that one. But, uh, you know, that's it for this one, y'all. I- I've been going, what, 41 minutes? Good gracious. By myself? I could do an hour. I could do an hour, but I ain't going to do an hour because y'all know by myself, I just be talking in circles and shit like that. But, uh, you know, let me just, you know, shout out my mother. Once again, man, shout out my motherfucking nigga Free Weezy, man. I done had him on the podcast twice. You know, he the one that's, you know, over here wilding for the utmost respect when it comes to these white hoes. And, uh, but, you know, my nigga came through in the motherfucking clutch. Held me down like a bitch, and uh, I'm more than grateful, more than appreciative. I just want to put that out there on wax. Uh, you know, uh, Ramaka, I ain't forgot about you, girl. On God, I ain't forgot about you. Nigga been homeless. Nigga been homeless. I ain't forgot about you. Uh, you know, definitely still want you on the pod and shit. But, uh, yeah, y'all. Have a great one, man. You know. Uh, follow me on IG, the heavy kid. Uh, when I, when I post the link, you know, for my SoundCloud, go listen to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Share it, uh, repost it, you know, put people on. Uh, I would appreciate it. And, um, yeah, man, y'all, y'all, y'all have a great one, man. It feels so good to be back on the mic, man. It really does. But, uh, peace out y'all. Listen to some jam. Oh, shit. Oh.